Hello, I am back here with Jerry Panis. This is Brian Saber. Jerry, I'm delighted to be back talking about all of these different fundraising topics. It is great to be here. Thank you. So we've both been successful and we get a lot of gifts, but we don't always get a gift. And you and I were talking about this recently. What? So what do you think are the top reasons you or I or someone doesn't get a gift? That's important because that's what it's all about. The important thing to keep in mind is that most often you won't get a yes. So expect a no and keep on going. Pick yourself up and keep on going. No doesn't always mean no. Sometimes it means the timing isn't right or I don't have enough information. Well, we've done a lot of studies on why people say yes. I thought I would do a study on why people said no. And the most important reason they said no was that there was simply a mismatch of interest. They love you. They think you're doing a great job. You're a point of life. God bless you. But I'm really interested in the symphony in town or the hospital. And so, you know, they say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. But sometimes it's only important to make them thirsty. But there are some people who will never give to you. You're simply a mismatch of interest. And can I ask, so sometimes I guess you might have been able to find that out in advance, but sometimes the only way to find out is by asking. Sure. The important thing is, if you get an appointment, you're 85% of your way to getting the gift. So get the appointment. That's what's important. Well, they said no because you asked for too much. And we used to have a saying in the business, you can't ask for too much. You only honor a person by asking for a lot. Well, that's baloney. Your job is to find out what is the proper amount to ask for. And there are good ways of finding that out. If you asked for too much, we're finding now it's easier for them to say no than be embarrassed by giving a smaller amount. But interestingly, they said you asked for too little. You didn't ask for enough. We actually had one recently where we went to see a man for a gift, owner of a company. We went through the whole presentation, and he said, no, come back with a higher amount. Yeah. We came back, we asked for 50000 and we had every reason to think fifty. So we came back for a hundred thousand. We talked, we chatted. So what are you guys going to ask for today? We'd like you to consider a gift of a hundred thousand dollars. He said, no. He said, come back. Really? Now this actually happened. But isn't it fun to be in this business where we meet all kinds of people? So we came back, and we asked for 500000 He said, now you're on the right track. <laughs> we were asking for too, too little. little. 
I come from the school where you ask for a specific amount. Absolutely. You don't ask for a range. If I ask you for ten to twenty-five thousand, you're going to think ten thousand dollars. The floor becomes the ceiling. So uh, you ask for a specific amount. They said they didn't give because you didn't include the spouse. Mm, that's another reason. And we find now husbands and wives and partners discuss their philanthropy. And in all my years, it's most unusual that, uh, that I find a husband and wife. Oh, I had one recently that I had a husband and wife that didn't talk about their philanthropy. Anne is the largest donor to a national organization of, of some repute. And gives them $10 million a year, which is not a small gift. And I'm in her office and I say, Ann, tell me how you and Richard sit down and talk about your giving. She said, we don't do that. Oh, I said, sure. I'm, uh, maybe you misunderstood. At the end of the year, you talk about who you want to leave on, who you want to take off. Who you might want to, we don't do that. I said, you don't talk about your philanthropy? She said, no. She said, he gives away his 25 million a year. I give away my 25 million a year. And I thought, well, that's important to know. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't that crazy about Richard, so I don't have to invite him to meetings. <laughs> But as a general rule, if you're going for a large amount, now look, if you're going for $1,000, you don't need husband and wife. Well, depending on their capacity, though. Sure. It could be. But, but maybe you don't want to draw yeah. them both out for 1000 right. right. Or even sometimes at 10000 But if you're going for a major gift, you better talk to them both. Yes. Because they're going to end up talking about it. If they do, for sure. One of the questions I love to ask is, how do you make your philanthropic decisions? Uh, great question. Because then we find out, and then we know if someone's missing from the table. Otherwise, exactly. it's hard to know. Yeah. And if they're missing from the table, that night they're going to say, Honey, do you know what Jerry asked for today? He wanted $5 million for the new library. And she says, are you crazy? We don't have milk on the table. We don't have shoes for the kids. And he, he has to sell her. Yes. So you're absolutely yes. right. I had only one example. It was uh, two years back on a campaign where uh, we were soliciting members of the women's committees of this organization. And... We were including husbands where we could. Uh, this woman, we had met with both of them, but then the woman on her own committed to the gift, and we sent a confirmation letter and then got something back saying, no, we're not committing. She had, even though we had met with them together, she had then committed on her own, and he had, and he had decided he didn't want to make the gift. Ah, interesting. And it hadn't happened to me in 30 years, and it happened just recently. It was 
wild because of course we don't make things up and we would never put it in writing if it if she hadn't told us this and we thought okay we're not getting in the middle of this anymore we will just politely say thank you and goodbye (laughs) this reminds me i hadn't thought about this for a long time at pepperdine college the uh vice chairman of the past campaign was the logical choice for the new campaign and a great choice and the president and i called on him and he said he couldn't do it. He said he and his wife feel they're giving away too much, they're spending too much time working on campaigns, and we had asked him to be chairman of the new campaign, and that uh, he just couldn't do it. And we had asked him also for his gift. Well, he said no to everything, and he said, I'm not gonna make a gift this time, because my wife is really upset about my giving. And um, we were down in the dumps. And about a week later, this guy calls the president. He says, David, do you have a chair for your campaign? David said, no. He said, we were so disappointed that you didn't take it. We just haven't thought more about it. He said, I'll tell you, I'll take it. And I'll make the gift you asked for. Just don't send any receipts to the house. (laughs) So yeah, it does. Husbands and wife talk about their philanthropy. Let me ask you a question. I want to go back to this idea of whether you can ask for too much because we all know that the idea is to ask for something personally significant, something that would be meaningful, and for it to be a stretch gift. Now, of course, if you go in and you haven't done any of your homework and you ask for something outlandish, shame on you. But if you've done your homework, it's very possible someone has the capacity but would still be offended that you asked for so much. And what I have found, and I'd like to know what your experience has been, is that the few times when someone's reacted that poorly with me, well, first I took it personally, because I take everything personally, and I was upset. I didn't want the donor to be upset. But when I looked back on it, in each of those cases, I realized the donor actually could have made the gift and was felt maybe put on the spot to be charitable to the extent that his, and in each of these three cases, it was a gentleman, a different gentleman each time, that he had the capacity to make the gift and was on the spot and didn't want to be that charitable. And I came away saying to myself, we're supposed to be on the same side here. We're both trying to do the best for the philanthropy, thinking to myself, why did he have to come down so hard on me? I did my homework. I made my best guess at what an ask would be. So over the years, that's how I've sort of worked through that issue for myself. Where Sure, sure, sure. And if I were counseling with you, I would say, don't take anything personally. Take it as a learning experience. Make sense? Oh, it does. As you know, for those of us who are very touchy-feely, it can be difficult. Sure, (laughs) sure. Um, The way I have found it most helpful, if I can't get research, it probably means I haven't tried hard, but if I can't get any research, As we're talking, one of the questions I ask is, what has been the most fulfilling gift 
you've ever made. And he likes talking about he, she. And I will then ask, is that the largest gift you've ever made? If it is, I ask what the amount is. Well, Brian, how much did you give? Or if it wasn't the largest gift, I will say, Brian, what's the largest gift you've ever made? Now, if I'm thinking a million, or if I'm thinking 25,000, and the largest gift I've ever made is a thousand, I know I can't ask for 25,000. Say, well, the largest gift I've ever made, I guess is a thousand dollars. Well, would you consider a gift of 25,000? That's a large jump. Yes, yes. Interesting question. I've never asked such a specific question about their philanthropy directly. I've, of course, tried, we all try to find out what they've given elsewhere to get a sense of that, a read of that. So interesting to actually say, to start with what's the most meaningful philanthropy, and then to say, was that the largest gift yeah. you ever made, to get a sense of whether the meaning, what made it meaningful, and the size of it, how they were related, and then see if you can move from that into how big was that gift. You know, I find most people are willing to talk about their philanthropy and enjoy talking about it. And I find now I'm all right about asking any question. A couple of years ago, I actually got into asking a person what their net worth was. Does that represent a lot of your net worth? Because it seemed to me that it probably did. How do you ever know? I called on the retired minister of the Lutheran Church in Chicago. And his home was pretty modest. Modest minor. Mm-hmm. He had made a gift a year, two years before, to the church, to the National Lutheran Church, of $2 million. Mm-hmm. And I'm in their home, and I'm looking at their furniture, and I'm looking at their home, and I'm thinking, where did the heck did this money come from? So we talk about fulfilling gifts. We talk about his largest gift, which was over $2 million. Well, then, that's fascinating. How much do you give away a year? And he said, well, I guess eight or nine million dollars a year. And I said, well, now I have got to ask this question. You're assistant minister. And I know you didn't give the money from your salary. Oh, he said, that's a fascinating question. And we got into a wonderful story. His uh, beloved aunt, and it was the only family he had, was assistant, at the time called secretary, to the owner of the company. And when he died, he left her a lot of stock. And when she died, she left the stock to the assistant minister. And he said, 
we didn't want to change our style of living, so we give it away. And I'm thinking, well, I'd change my style of living a little. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. That's a great story, Jerry. What else is on the list of reasons why? Well, there are two other things. They said to us, well, when they came in to ask for the gift, all they did was talk about money, 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 and the campaign goal. Why do I care about the campaign goal? I don't care about that. Brian, it's not about money, and it's not about the organization. It's about the people they serve. That's what it's all about. So when you talk to somebody about a gift, talk about the people who are served. The organization doesn't have needs. The people who are served have the needs. Right. Yes. And it's always about the relationship, not the money. It's always about the relationships, yeah. Yes, yeah. Great. Thank you. That's been great. And we'll be back to talk about more topics soon.